Your Story with Melinda Estabrooks, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. Listen for new episodes every Monday and subscribe to the podcast at faithstrongtoday.com. Our stories have the power to connect us, to inspire us, and give us courage. On Your Story with Melinda, your story matters. Well, welcome to Your Story with Melinda right here on Faith Strong Today. I am so excited because this is my first show, really, my own show on Faith Strong, and I am thrilled that I have my really good friend Kimberly McLaren here with me as my guest. Kim is a, I don't know, I mean, singer, mama, Mama. you are a storyteller, you write incredible things on Facebook and get like a thousand and thousands (laughs) of likes on it. Um, and we've been friends for now, um, what, five, six years? If, uh, yeah. Yeah. Five, yeah. six years. Yeah. And I love that you're here because I think the theme... I love being here too. If you can see the mug... Ah, I love... Keep calm and marry on. <laughs> right? That is new news for both of us. Totally is. I know. So yeah. this show really mm. is going to be about our story, your mm-hmm. story, mm. on, I guess maybe the next season, the mm-hmm. next chapter of our book the next season of our journey. Yeah. And I, I feel that your story is so much about God's grace. Totally. Um, yeah. Hope, courage, yep. tenacity. There's a lot about uh, your story. So let's start from the beginning. A, a little bit of background uh, about you. Yeah. And then through, you know, your marriage, um, that sort of dark night of the soul, and then where you are today, because I think that's I think it mirrors where we're both at, which is amazing, right? I know. I know. And that's one of the things that connected us totally. Yeah. Um, well, let's start from the beginning. A little bit background about you and, your, and a bit of your story. I was eight pounds. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's the very beginning. Yeah. Um, totally. Preacher's kid. Grew mm-hmm. up in a great, great home. Amazing parents still mm-hmm. to this day. Um, uh, yeah. I Just loving, great family, home life. Eventually got married when I was 24, mm-hmm. and you know, because that was just always what I wanted to do: was just be married, be in love, have a family. And uh, uh, I didn't date a whole lot when I was younger, though, mm-hmm. um, because my family we were also on the road for many years. We would travel and sing, and Dad would preach. And I don't know; I just didn't. I wasn't that person. Gosh, I went to university for two years and didn't go on one date. Like is that really? stupid? That's so stupid. You didn't maybe. Go to, I know. <laughs> All of a sudden, people are like, what is wrong with her? <laughs> red flag, red flag. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was just me. But uh, but then I did eventually meet uh, my husband, and and we got married. And it was a rough one. And eventually, almost 12 years later, we were divorced. So what happens, Kim? And maybe we can kind of talk about this. I mean, for both of us, we got married. Yeah. With these hopes and dreams of that this would be something that would be forever. You know, totally. Uh, especially yes. if you're in ministry or you're a Christian, yes. you get that. You know, I mean, and not even if you're not a Christian or in ministry, you, you, you're that's your hope, that, and dream, and desire. Yes. So, yeah. what happens along the way? I mean, mm-hmm. maybe you could not to get into too mm-hmm. too much specific, but just <laughs> the dream breaking or the feeling within the marriage, and, and how do yeah. you how did you cope with it? Not cope with it. What what was that like? Yeah, um, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard, especially when. Especially when when you do have your hopes and your dreams, and it just is not ever that. Mm-hmm. And and thinking I can do that, like I can make it that, and you 
can't. And mm-hmm. I, I'm a Pentecostal preacher's kid. Like you don't even entertain the thought of leaving something that is actually not a good place to be in. And so mm-hmm. for many years, I just uh, chose not to look at that option because I'm like, I can't, I can't, I cannot do this. Um, and was in counseling for very many years, six of those almost 12 years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, while I do not actually encourage divorce for anyone because it sucks. It totally it just does. Su- it just sucks. Yeah, it it hurts. It's painful. Uh, I have two children. It sucks. So when I have friends or people that go, you know, this is happening in my marriage. You know, if there is abuse or even adultery that cannot be um, – and sometimes people just make their own choices, yeah. and there's nothing we can do mm-hmm. about it. I understand it, but my first thing when any of you ever, someone's like, well, we're struggling, like, really? Then figure out a way to fix, fix it. Fix it, absolutely. Because we all struggle. We're not going to, you know, the grass isn't greener. It's greener where you water it, so let's water our grass. Right. Um, you know, if there's 20% good in your marriage right now, then focus on the 20%, because I've learned this also, what we focus on is the thing that that grows. Right. So if we focus on all of this is bad, this is, you know, he this and he that, which mm-hmm. I've done in the past, then eventually that's all you see. Yeah. So so you're dealing with all of this. I think yeah. for when I was going through my own difficult marriage, it was really hard because you and I probably a lot of people go through this. You're fronting that everything's okay. Oh, you are all the dying time. inside as yes. you go home and saying, yes. you know, I'm lonely. Yeah. And you know, if yeah. I was honest, you know, there was – though he chose, my ex-husband, mm-hmm. to leave, I have to take responsibility that things weren't perfect in the way that I was handling mm-hmm. things, communication, how to deal yep. with conflict. And so I have to, you know, take responsibility of that. Yeah. But, you know, you, you think back and you go, you know, a marriage can't work on selfishness, Never. self-centeredness, Never. Um, you know, yeah. no one willing to sacrifice and compromise and yeah. – it is hard work. It's hard. Work. It's not just like you get married and you're like, okay, now that there it is, and it's well, right. But we're right? told that's the way it is. Yeah, I know exactly. Every single TV show, every magazine. Well, what can he do for you? What can mm-hmm. What can you do for me? How do you love me? How does he yeah. love me? It's Jesus is not like that at all. It's mm-hmm. absolutely countercultural, actually. Like when we serve, loving is serving yeah. and giving, and when we do that, listen after. Um, my marriage ended, and even before it ended, I was in dark, deep, deep, dark place. But I had these two babies that you know you wake mm-hmm. up and live for all the time, and and after it all ended, and sitting so many days, going, I don't even know how to survive now, and just in that place, I mean, brought to uh, nothing, is when you just realize how much we need God. Mm-hmm. And how much um, I learned so much about what love is actually after losing everything. And there wasn't a whole lot of actual love mm-hmm. in that marriage. That Talk to me about time. that. That's interesting. So you mm-hmm. you lose. You end up divorcing mm-hmm. someone that you obviously loved, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. he loved you to marry. But that's an interesting yeah. point that you say – you realize what real love is when you're actually a single mom with two kids on your own. I learned like that's a so much more about God, myself, how to be a mom, and what I really think love is, and how I would do a relationship differently 
if mm-hmm. I were ever given the chance again. What was the that, greatest thing you learned about yourself? Let's start with yourself and all of uh, that. Ah, yeah. mm-hmm. um, just, just how much I needed grace. You know what? I again, I I grew up hearing every Bible story, every single like you can't preach a new sermon. You know, mm-hmm. like you, we've heard them all, except that all of those things that I just would hear so became like so real. It became real. It was so real. That's a, that is a good was point. So real because a lot of people will hear it and we're like, yeah, we just do like I know, lip I know, service right, and we nod, right. mm-hmm. but when actually you're in the situation, you're yeah. like. Oh, so that's why that verse is important. Totally. So that's why the truth of God's promise mm-hmm. makes sense yep. and is and uplifts you and, and gets you yep. out of the pit. Yep. Oh, and I could hear those things and encourage other people with it, and it's that's for them, mm. you know. But I, I was in that place of, yeah. you know, you know what grace, what you're bringing up, and I think it's it sounds weird for me to say this, but I actually believe that everyone needs to go through dark times, not self-imposed or inflicted. And I would never say you need to go through it because somebody said something. I'm just saying, because when you go through a dark time and it's hard, it's, there's a different relationship with you and God. Absolutely. I mean, like when everything's great, it's like, I don't need God. I'm self-sufficient. But when you actually are in a, you know, dark place, you're just like, the only one I can go to is God. Mm -hmm. When you you realize that that is actually all you have left. And honestly, I, there were nights my children would sleep with me because I had electric heat in my little place and I would turn it off in the whole entire place except for my room at night. So the kids would sleep with me. I would bring them in to sleep with me so we could stay warm in the winter. Mm -hmm. And in the morning, get up before them and go down to the kitchen, turn on the heat in the kitchen before I woke them up. And every night, go, God, I just don't know how to buy groceries this week. Like, it brought So that was saving, to, you're saving money. It's trying to save money for the uh-huh. heat. And honestly, brought to that place of, I just need you. I've watched you do it for other people, but I, oh my goodness, I need you. And the great thing, especially that first year, the first two really, was I saw him in everything it was the simplest things but miracle after miracle simple miracles standing at a 7-eleven buying orange juice and cheese because my children just wanted grilled cheese for lunch and i we left church and i'm like i need gas and they want grilled cheese sandwiches i have ten dollars in my bank account if that and i'm sitting i remember sitting in the car i remember it clearly going do I get gas for the car? Because we can make it home, but then we're not going anywhere mm-hmm. else. Or do I go to the 7-Eleven, buy orange juice and cheese? Because they want grilled cheese. Yeah. So I went to the 7-Eleven and got cheese and orange juice and stood in line. And this guy was beside me going, um, I just need to buy these lottery tickets, but the time is running out. Can I just go in front of you? I'm like, totally, sure. You know, I got nowhere to go. And he did. And as he's paying for his $75 worth of lottery tickets, goes... And I'm going to pay for her stuff, wow. too. Wow. That's awesome. Like, oh, no, 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 you don't have to do that. And then also, maybe we could just have some more. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. I, also I need, need chips. <laughs> I need those beans. I need a craft dinner. Yeah. Oh, wait, shoot. <laughs> and, but the cashier, too, her jaws on the floor. I'm like, oh, sir, you no, no, no. I'm paying for yeah. this, too. So we had grilled cheese sandwiches and orange juice and gas in and the And yes. Here's the thing. For some people, they would say, oh, coincidence. But I chalk no. it up every time that... We don't allow God 
enough space in our lives for him to show us these miraculous things. He's in, in the every little, day. The big, everything, right? Everything. So when you are desperate, oh. it's almost this time yep. where it's like, you know what? When you're desperate, yep. great. Mm-hmm. Because then watch what God will do in the little yep. things, in the big things, and how he'll provide. You know, the greatest thing about that day was, and this is a long time ago, so my daughter was, what, six? We were walking out of that store. She's holding my hand, and she's like, oh. That God, he just keeps taking care of us. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that God just keeps taking care yeah, of us. Yeah, that's awesome. So you are six years single. Six years single, single mama. mom. Yeah. Wow. So in all of that, yeah. I mean, that is that's not easy. You know, was it easy not, or was it no? It's not easy. You have to make a lot mm-hmm. of choices. You get to choose every day to put your foot on the floor and go. I can be mad. I can be mad, actually. I have every right. We all have our rights Mm -hmm. to feel this way and feel that way. And I can do that. Or I can put my foot on the floor and I can choose to wake up and enjoy this day Mm -hmm. and lead these kids into a life that just loves Jesus. That We get to choose that. I didn't always choose it well. And sometimes I had to choose it minute after minute, Mm -hmm. going, oh. But we uh, we get to do that. So... I did that. I mean, I threw us into every volunteer position I could possibly do at our church because I wanted my children surrounded by great people. I'm like, well, this is where it's going to be. So we will be here and we will do everything we can. And that is the next thing I learned, that in giving and in serving. Perfect. That. And that's the key because I find that. I was most blessed. Yeah, I find that. Especially in these situations, community is key. Totally. You cannot do it alone. If we talk to people yeah. and they're like, I can't do it. It's like, well, we, who have you surrounded yourself with? Yeah. Well, my family has like left me. Okay, but what community yeah. Yeah. are you with? Because yeah. even during you know my separation and divorce, mm-hmm. it was really, and I've said this over and over and over, and but I can't say enough, is that the community of friends and church people and family were the ones that literally saved me. Yep. Like rallied, picked me up. Yeah, figuratively and like literally and like and saved me through this Absolutely. and cared for me and that's what it's going to take. Yeah. So for me, it's 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 great to hear. It's like it was really hard for you, mm-hmm. but you had sort of this this base to draw from, and that's I really. I don't know. I honestly don't know how we would have gotten through some things without without these people in our lives. Like mm-hmm. you just. God has made us for one another. Mm-hmm. And there have been times where I've just had to totally, humbly receive the goodness of people. And and I have so much. And God, God has just brought amazing people into our lives. But also in the, we don't just sit here and wait. We go out and we also serve. Because that does something mm-hmm. for our own hearts and ourselves. We are still living Life is yeah. still here. And God that, is still yeah, good. That is so good. Like it's still you, here. You could stay in that place of, oh God, mm-hmm. why did you do this to me? Yeah. I'm going to remain the victim and I'm yeah. going to be really angry yeah. and I'm going to hate life and hate everything about it. And it's like, no, actually, here's your one shot at life. Yeah. What are you going to do with that? That only produces good or lost bad? years. Exactly. And I yeah. didn't want to lose any. We're, we're living. It might not be the ideal. It might not be what everyone thinks a good life is, but... It's a good life for us. Oh, we yeah. have our little apartment. We have things that we do. We have our fun friends. We yeah. have our fun things. Uh, and that was our life. And and I got to know my kids really well. Dance Hopeful. in the kitchen and <laughs> have lots of chit-chats at night. And I wouldn't trade them, even though I've had my meltdowns with God and wondered, why am I alone? 
and that can be really hard. I used to go to bed at nine o'clock when the kids did, so that I would not be online, so that I wouldn't be like I just wanted to focus on just life and raising some good kids, and but also had my moments with God, and I I would pray, please protect us, and you know, and then like, what is wrong with me? Does nobody (laughs) want to date me? Am I like wah monster? But I would not trade one minute of those six years. Wow. In that time, did you ever think or hope that you would remarry, find love again? I hoped it. I didn't think it would actually really? happen. Really? So you hoped for it, but you really didn't think? I, you know what? I hoped for it. Also afraid of it a little bit. Really? Um, yeah, because I'm like, well, if I didn't, do it right the first time like maybe like, I I don't <laughs> yes. want to do that again I don't want to repeat the first time yeah and that is really good because I have found in some of what I've seen mm-hmm. is that especially going into a second marriage yeah the issues will repeat themselves if you yes. don't deal with them before yeah. and so people and so that's why they say oh the statistics of getting married a second time are higher for divorce yeah. and third time. It's like, well, it's because probably mm-hmm. you've jumped into another relationship yeah. and you didn't deal with the actual we're, issues that were happening we in the first. We need That's what companionship I and relationships. Right. So we jump because we're lo- it's lonely. Yeah. We, there can be two kids sleeping in my house and eating all my food, but it's lonely. And I don't want to change the oil in the stinking car, but <laughs> I did. And like, I don't want to do all these things, but I did. What really helped me, too, I read this book uh, early into my single mom years, and I refused at first to read anything on single parenting, divorce. I'm like, I'm not diseased. I know, because it's I'm like a label, here. right? It is a label. It's the same as like when people say, oh, you're divorced, and you oh, have to check that box. Like, I always just go, yeah. I think in some of the boxes, I'm like, was single. And yes. I get put divorced, because I'm like, really, yep. you're going to label me I'm like going to put a new label that goes awesome. Yeah. I am awesome. I am awesome, and incredible, <laughs> passionate. And actually, that's a good idea. On those little boxes, new it's like, box. first of all, it says age, and I should be like 18 to 65. I'll be like, check. Yes. <laughs> and then I'll yes. say, and then what you are. It's like, what is it? It's like married, divorced, yes. widowed, single. Yeah. It's true. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you very much. Wowza. Yes. <laughs> That's so good. We've just started something. I'm totally going to start doing those things. That's so great. So you didn't want to be labeled. You're like, I don't want to read those books. I'm like, don't label me. I was working at a bookstore, and I kept walking by this book called My Single Mom Life by a great author called Angela Thomas. Mm -hmm. And in this book, uh, she talks about her journey, but at the end of this book, and this is what saved me, I think, time after time, she said, ladies, just remember, um, if... Who, if you do decide to date again, that boy better show up at your door already happy because it's not your responsibility. So if they don't already have it figured out with mm-hmm. God and they don't show up at your door happy, red flag, he's out of there. Kick him to the curb. Wow. And she also said, also remember, you're not a desperate woman and don't be stupid twice. Beautiful. Is don't that, be stupid don't twice. Don't be stupid twice. You're not a desperate woman. That's what you need to hear, don't right? Don't be stupid twice. You need to have that kind of like firmness about it. It's yep. like, don't be stupid twice. You're not like basically you're not a desperate, a desperate place, right? You know, you know what? Life is still here. Right. And there's so much beauty and things so to learn here. So you're not focused. Here. So you're reading this. 
you mm-hmm. have to take care of these two babies, these two kids, yeah. right? So you have to focus on all your energy. Yeah. And you're not necessarily, I mean, of course you're lonely. There are times where you totally. can be like focusing in and saying, I, I want to have a relationship. We, I dragged us to everything. We also were very busy. Like, yeah. But right. it was great because you're always with people and yeah. the community and doing things. So we didn't really have a lot of time right. to actually so, do anything other yeah. than what we were doing. So you're busy. Life. And it's now six years because, like I said before, the theme is keep calm and marry on. And there's a reason for this. (laughs) And this is a real. (laughs) This is like, I know, but this is a real celebration for us. It is. Yes. But when I, I always thought, I thought, oh, dear God, you know, I'm sure that your word for me is that by the time I'm 40, I'll be remarried. This is my, what I was thinking in my head. Mm -hmm. And so, uh. 40 was quickly approaching, and, like, there's no knocks on my door. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'm going to be a nun. Like, maybe I'm not going <laughs> to be a nun. be married okay. ever. Yeah. And in lieu of crazy 40 birthday parties, I grabbed my children. I went to Florida to visit a friend. Mm-hmm. And on my 40th birthday, had a massive meltdown with God. Massive meltdown with God in, in the bathroom going, oh, my goodness. Like, I... On the floor, meltdown mm-hmm. with him going, hmm, maybe I'm nothing. Like I, like every single yeah. thing. Maybe I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. Huh, okay. And, and the, the reality of that going, wow. And, and, the, and all the that week too, was right? just thinking about it. And I remember us going home, flying home, and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So if this is actually how it's going to be, Okay, I need to trust you. But you still have wow. purpose for my life. I am not here without a mission. And if that mission is just loving these kids, then that is enough. Mm-hmm. If that mission is singing at my church, that is enough. It's enough. So you have to be enough also. And he is. So and you resolved. So, okay, so you then resolved. So, All right, I'm okay yeah. with that. I think that's really key for yeah. people who are listening and viewing. Mm-hmm. Because I really think that's important because we are always unfulfilled, unsettled, yeah. and discontent in our situation. And there comes a point where even in scriptures, it's like mm. there is a, a strong call for us to be content where yes. we are. But we're always like, I want more. I, I want need more. more. And yes, we want companionship. And the things we have great. the more with us all yeah. the time. We have the more with yes. us all the so, time. Listen, we're, we, we only have a few more minutes because okay. I want to hear about the love story. Oh, there's a so love you, story. Yeah, so you yes. have... You have resolved this, yeah. and now we need to fast forward to the love story because it's this crazy. Is okay, so six year single mom, <laughs> yeah. you have your meltdown, yeah. and now what happens? Talk to me about you know, your fiance and how this happened. Oh my word, I love him okay. so much. Okay, so tell me how cry. this. Yeah, tell me um, how this went. It, it's so silly. Uh, less than a year ago, um, girlfriend of mine was like, "Hey, we need. We should go on a road trip." I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, we should. Blah blah blah. Where should we go? We should go to Nashville. I used to go to Nashville all the time because I used to work for a company we did. And in our conversation, my girlfriend was like, and our, um, she brought up our friend Brian and how he was single now. Mm -hmm. And I met him in 2008. Just one of the greatest guys. I remember we were at a dinner and we just talked the whole night. I remember Mm -hmm. walking away going, that is one of the great men in the world. But we both have different lives. Mm -hmm. We're both like, you just, but you know, when you just meet great people, go that is a great guy right there. But that was 2008, and last year when my girlfriend was telling me that he's single, I'm like, no, he's not. She's like, 
Yes, he is. Like, I have not seen evidence on Facebook that this person is Because <laughs> it's always Facebook it's that's always reality. Like, what are you talking about? She's like, for a little while now. I'm like, wow, I don't okay. know this. Are you certain? Yeah. Like, we argued for 10 minutes about it. And she's like, no, I promise you. Like, things, I'm like, I, I just didn't know. So we did go to Nashville. God bless my girlfriend. And you guys meet? You know what? Mm-hmm. He actually picked us up from the airport. And that was that. that I'm was telling it. you, I that was <laughs> it. Wow. It and we have been together, uh, ever, together since. ever since. And we are getting married. What? I know. <laughs> so getting married. So here's the thing. So yeah. all of this journey with you. So here you are, you get married, you divorce, six years as a single mom with two kids. Yep. And then he picks you up at the airport and that's it. Yeah. What does that say? Yeah. Just to think about God. I mean, you can talk all about Brian, and, and he's it, amazing. It, and Brian, you are amazing. Yes. I really like you. Yes. Take care of my girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what does it say about God? In our last few minutes, what does that say about God to you in your story? Uh, you know, in the first little while, I would be like, I can't believe I'm dating this man. Like, like he is like the greatest guy. And he loves me. I'm going to cry. Mm-hmm. And he loves me. And... Um, I understand how God loves us because I have children and I love them. But this man loves me like in a way I've never known, ever. And it is overwhelming. There are times it is actually literally overwhelming and it almost takes my breath away. And it has just reminded me over and over that God loves me. That is a huge one. You would think, oh, you've heard it your whole life. You know that God loves you. I've heard it my whole life, but there's something about transferring it from here to here in your heart and going, he loves me. Brian is this amazing gift, like the gift, like gift from God that I, and I'll be 42 in a couple of weeks. You look fabulous and, for 42. And I just go, I can't believe mm. that God has just so quickly already just redeemed um, anything lost and that we get to now fulfill our purpose together as a team and all these kids and and just choose love. Yeah. Let me affirm you as my friend. Mm. I think in the affirmation of what you're saying is that your faithfulness to the one who knows you, sees mm. you, and created you, your faithfulness even in the time of the dark night of the soul, the desert of being a single mom, mm. I believe this is Brian is God's gift to you. It's like, Kim, thank you for loving me and trusting me and being faithful even in the highs and the lows. Hmm. And I believe God is that father yeah. that gives good gifts to his kids. Yes. That's the kind of character of God that yeah. he has and he holds. And so I just want to yeah. affirm you because thank I'm going to miss you when you go to Nashville. <laughs> I am we're we're moving moving to moving to Nashville. But I think yes. that you are a gift to Brian just as much as Brian is a gift to you. I love him so much. And I think what a beautiful picture mm. of the love of God, the character of God, mm. and this sense of that every story, every single listener, viewer, reader should know mm. that God is a God of redemption, yes. grace, and hope. Hope. Absolutely. Amen to that, sister. Amen to that. All right. 
Thanks for listening to Your Story with Melinda, an exclusive presentation of faithstrongtoday.com. Listen to past episodes by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes and join the conversation with Faith Strong Today on Facebook.